You are now listening to the Griot's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. Hi, and welcome to The Blackest Questions. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Greer, politics editor for The Griot and associate professor of political science at Fordham University. In this podcast, we ask our guests five of The Blackest Questions so we can learn a little bit more about them and have some fun while we're doing it. We're also going to learn a lot about Black history, past and present. So here's how this works. We have five rounds of questions about us. Black history, the entire diaspora, current events, you name it. And with each round, the questions get a little tougher, and the guest has 10 seconds to get it right. If they answer the question correctly, they'll receive one symbolic black fist, and they'll hear this. And if they get it wrong, they'll hear this. But we still love them anyway. Our guests for this episode are actors and comedians Anthony Anderson and Cedric the Entertainer. Anthony is an Emmy and Golden Globe nominee and a fan favorite TV dad on the hit show Blackish that ran for eight seasons. He's also known for his movie roles, his regular appearances on Food Network, and his game show hosting skills. Also joining us is comedic icon Cedric the Entertainer, who has kept us laughing for more than 35 years on stage, along with his dozens of movie and TV roles, including a sitcom currently airing on CBS, The Neighborhood. This duo are close friends, and they're here to test their Black history knowledge and talk about their new show on A&E, Kings of Barbecue, which premieres August 12th. What our friendship means, what our partnership means, how all of this is going to come together. You're going to be on your boy exciting ride. And we are the Kings of Barbecue. The guys have started their own line of barbecue rubs called AC Barbecue, and their show will follow them around the country as they grow their business and meet barbecue chefs and pitmasters will share knowledge and secrets of the trade. Hello, gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining the special edition of The Blackest Questions. Doc, how are you? Good good seeing you. Hello, Dr. Graham. I am so excited. Are you all ready to play The Blackest Questions? Oh, I mean, I think I was born to play The Blackest Questions. Ah, ah, ah. Well, here we go. Anthony, I'm going to start with you. American barbecue is broken up into four distinct styles. Can you name the four regions associated with these styles? Uh, Compton, Carson, L.A., and Watt. Is that your final but, answer? It is a competition. But, uh, okay, okay, hold on. Uh, uh, smoke, grill, I don't know. So the answer is the Carolinas, Texas, Memphis, and Kansas City. And so Carolina Dr. was influenced. Hold on. Carolina. <laughs> Compton, Carson, L.A., and Watts have all four of those generations of people in them. So I was technically correct. Okay. Technically you are because of migration patterns and I did write a book about black migration. So we'll talk to our, our producers and see if we can give you a partial credit. But the answer for our listeners of the podcast are the Carolinas, Texas, Memphis, and Kansas City. So Carolina was influenced by a large population of immigrants and their style includes vinegar and mustard-based sauces. In Texas, wood fire cooking is key. And depending on where you are in Texas, the type of wood changes. Texans use a lot of beef from cows, so something not all barbecue chefs use. Memphis pitmasters love to use a sweet-style barbecue sauce, and they also say the secret to good Memphis barbecue is spritzing the meat with water while it cooks. And in Kansas City, they barbecue a huge variety, including pork, beef, turkey, and even fish, and they also use a two-zone cooking method using both wood and charcoal. So, gentlemen, I want each of you to tell us which style is your favorite, and then I want to get into talking a little bit more about your new show on A&E, Kings of Barbecue. So, Anthony, what style of barbecue is your favorite? Uh, you know, my dad's from Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, grew up on a farm, youngest of 16. So they grilled whole hogs and all of that. Uh, and, and, and it's smoking. Uh, so that's how I grew up. But 
I like a, a dry rub that I can dip in a sauce. That That is my preference. Absolutely. And Cedric, you know, I was telling Anthony before we got started, my dad smokes all the meat on the grill. I've never had an oven turkey for Thanksgiving. And I prefer a dry rub with a little bit of barbecue sauce that I dip on the side. My dad also likes his white bread on it. What's your favorite style? St. Louis has their own version of ribs. And, you know, and, and we've come into that barbecue space growing up. But uh, I actually am more of a fan of the Texas barbecue style. I love the brisket with the bark. I like that little bit of crispiness uh, on top. I'm a crunch kind of person. So I found myself being leaning more toward the, the kind of drier barbecue where you can, you dip the sauce or you just have it all flavored in the meat. Oh, I love that. So, okay, gentlemen, tell me really quickly, how did this new show on A&E, Kings of Barbecue, come about? How long have you all been friends? Were you eating some barbecue and it's like, you know what, we know a lot about this. Let's hit the road and, and make a show. How did this How did this come to be? Well, you know, uh, Anthony and I have been friends of 20, 25 plus years. Uh, we've, uh, we're, we're good golf buddies. We travel together uh, with our friends and we would often cook whenever we were in this group of friends. And so uh, that kind of started our love of like kind of doing more, uh, doing food and being foodies. Uh, so we came up with this idea mainly uh, for the love and celebration of what grilling does in our community, how it brings a, this kind of a social uh, aspect of us and how we communicate and, and celebrate with each other. And, and didn't we didn't see a national face for uh, the world of barbecue and thought this was a great opportunity. Uh, that led to a relationship with Walmart, which led to us an opportunity of us doing the show, showing how we did it. And so uh, this is what the, the, the show is all about. Is to is to kind of give young entrepreneurs the opportunity and the idea to follow uh, what what we did as uh, taking a celebrity brand and trying to build it to something that uh, that you mainly see in alcohol space. You know, you mainly see this kind of idea in the alcohol space, but not in food space. So uh, that's why we did it, and that's what the show is all about. Well, I also love that you all are showcasing black male friendship, which I think you know we talk a lot about on this podcast as well, and this idea of community. Um, in all different facets. Well, you know, I'm I'm excited about building this brand and this business with my friend Cedric. Uh, so, uh, 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 you don't ne normally get to do that with someone that you're friends with, someone that you admire, and someone that you respect. Uh, and and we have a mutual admiration uh, for one another, a mutual love of cooking, the mutual love of feeding people, and and getting off on 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 doing that. Uh, so. Uh, for us to partner and, and to start this this barbecue lifestyle brand uh, and embrace the entire community, not just our brand and what we're doing, but to embrace the community uh, uh, and lifestyle of barbecue as a whole is what excites it, uh, is, is what's exciting about it uh, for me. And to get to share this with my boy and, and travel the world doing this and showing young entrepreneurs how to do it how to do it alone, how to do it with friends, how to do it with family is, is the best thing to do. I am so excited. I cannot wait. August 12th, A&E, Kings of Barbecue. Cedric, are you now ready to play the Blackest Let's Question? Let's go. So we know you're from Missouri. Kansas City is considered the barbecue capital of the world with more than 100 restaurants and is the home to the world's largest barbecue competition. One man, dubbed the Barbecue King, is credited with bringing the barbecue style of cooking from Memphis to Kansas City. What is this man's name? That man's name is Frank 
border. The man's name is Henry Perry. So Henry was from Memphis, Tennessee, and learned to cook working on the Mississippi River steamboats when he was a teenager. He later moved to Kansas City and started his own business selling cuts of barbecue wrapped in newspaper for 25 cents. He eventually opened his own restaurant called Perry Barbecue in an area of town that was thriving with jazz music and black businesses. And when Perry died, one of his employees' families took over and grew the business, even tweaking Perry's strong spicy barbecue sauce to more sweet ketchup-based sauce Kansas City is known for today. So do you all visit Kansas City on the show? You know, we were going to Kansas City, we, we, but we missed our window. We were going to go there for the uh, big draft weekend, and so something happened, and we didn't go there. So we did do Memphis. We did do St. Louis, and uh, Austin is on the, on the book. So we're going to go back to Kansas City. I just was there on tour, and uh, so I had the opportunity. Of course, Gates is one of the big barbecues places uh, known uh, there uh, uh, as well, but uh, they took me to several other a barbecue spots on my own while I was there. So, uh, yeah, Kansas City barbecue barbecue is always uh, one that is bar none. You gotta you gotta you gotta jump in when you're in the KC area. Fantastic. And Anthony, what's something that stood out to you as you and Cedric were crossing the country meeting so many different pitmasters? Is there a particular location that you that you uh, remember? You know, the one thing that that stood out to me is when we were in Cedric's hometown of St. Louis. Um, we went to a, a, a barbecue place. What was it? Said C and K. Yeah, C and K. We went to C and K, and first the thing on the menu uh, was pig snout, which I've never had before in my life. So I tried, or or as they call it in St. Louis, snoot. Snoot. So I had the pig snoot, but upon looking further in the restaurant uh, on the menu. Uh, they had something on there that said uh, family members called listeners. They were pig ears. So I had the opportunity to eat pig ears for the first time in my life. And I will say this again, uh, I will never do it again. Uh, but, I, I, but I've tried. And um, I will never do it again. But uh, I checked it off my things, uh, my, off my list of things to do. Talk about being black. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so excited for the show because it will hopefully also make some people a little more adventurous in their eating. You know, I always tell people if it runs, swims or flies, I will eat it. Um, at least they'll try it at least once. So hopefully uh, when folks are watching Kings of Barbecue, they're a little more excited um, to try some things. So quickly, before we move on, to... I have a question for you. You know, we, okay. we, we always talk about, you know, speaking of interesting things to eat, you know, in our community, we say we eat the pig from the rooter to the tutor. Uh, can you tell me what is the rooter and what is the tutor? Because you do I, a doctor to your name. We don't. I, so what is the rooter and what is the tutor? I always thought the rooter was like basically the, the nose and the tutor was the, the tush. You sh oh. No? I mean, that would, that would be my guess. My grandfather raised hogs on the side and put my mother through college with his side money raising hogs in Uly, Florida. So I always thought that was like the snout to the tush, to the I'm rump, just asking, basically. Because some people may beg to differ. I'm, I'm just curious. Okay. Well, hopefully my my producers will hopefully send me a text. <laughs> Cedric, did you have? Do you know the answer? I don't. I I I I kind of go with you. I thought the rooter was the the was the nose part, and the tutor was the was the was the back. Okay. Yeah. 
like the what you root out, you know, your food and then you toot and you okay. Well, okay, so maybe our listeners will write in and tell us. But before we move on to a couple of questions that aren't about food, I want to mention something. And our listeners hear me say this all the time. Black history is American history. And I want to emphasize the Native Americans and enslaved Africans were the foundation of barbecue style cooking. So food historians like Michael Twitty, who's a friend of the show and one of our first guests on The Blackest Questions, points out that it's crucial to understand that the way we enjoy barbecue today started as an exchange between Native Americans and enslaved Africans in the Caribbean during the 16th century. And those techniques were then passed down to enslaved Africans living in the United States who prepared meals like their ancestors as a way to keep their African roots alive, which symbolized a personal independence in the face of oppression. So while we enjoy eating barbecue, it's much bigger than just the food. And while we're going to enjoy Kings of Barbecue on A&E starting August 12th, we can remember our shared history with our Native American brothers and sisters. So... Um, did you all know some of the history of barbecue before you all started the, the show? You know, didn't know the exact history. We actually uh, enjoy a great historian uh, joins us in Memphis to, to give us a lot of that background. And we, we feature him on the show uh, that really explains that. And, you know, but, you know, it's something that I would identify with, you know, right away is knowing that uh, the way that I kind of came into the world of uh, grilling and barbecuing, it felt like. This is how we took care of each other in the community. We had to be able to, you know, prepare the kind of food where everybody kind of took care of each other. And, and it is that 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 social uh, kind of, you know, need, uh, you know, where you have this this supply. I have this. I'll make the meat. You bring the grains and the, and the, the corn. And uh, and of course, that's that is rooted from the, the, the days of slavery when, uh, you know, people were just rationed. Uh, you know, the the smallest of everything that you can get and how do we make sure our whole community is taken care of? You know, Dr. That's that's the fascinating part uh, about what Seth and I are doing uh, in, in building this brand and also having uh, our television show, Kings of Barbecue, learning the history, you know, adding to, you know, the limited knowledge that I knew that I had uh, going into this, but adding to the, uh, uh, to the history uh, for me. Uh, how this started, how did uh, our ancestors prepare, you know, a uh, whole animal uh, meal? Uh, and, and, and that's what's fascinating for me, learning along the way. And we had a great historian, like said, mentioned uh, that, that, that helped us with this as we were uh, gallivanting through uh, Memphis uh, and, and learning this history about open pit fires and, and whole hall cooking, whole animal uh, cooking, uh, 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 and bovining and, and things like that. So yeah, it, it's, it's just been a fascinating journey for me, uh, to learn, uh, the, the history of, of barbecue. Break time. Stay tuned for more. The eighties gave us unforgettable songs from Bob Marley, De La Soul, and Public Enemy. I'm a black man and I can never be a veteran. Being Black the eighties is a podcast docuseries hosted by me, Torre, looking at the most important issues of the 80s through the songs of the decade. A decade when crack kingpins controlled the streets but lost their humanity. You couldn't be like those soft, smiling, happy-go-lucky drug dealers. You had to suppress that. 
It was a time when disco was part of gay liberation. It provided the information to counter narratives that were given to gay people by the straight world. This is the funkiest history class you'll ever take. Join me, Torre, for Being Black the 80s on the Griot Black Podcast Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. You are now listening to the Griot's Black Podcast Network. Black culture amplified. Okay, we're back. Um, so, Anthony, we've got to go really quickly. So I've got a question for you and Cedric back to back before I get you all okay. out of here because I know you all have to go promote this AC barbecue. So question number two for you, Anthony. You grew up in Compton and we've seen a ton of talent come out of that Los Angeles County, uh, including rap artists who won a Pulitzer Prize. Can you name this rapper? That is correct. So for our listeners out there, Kendrick Lamar won a Pulitzer Prize for music in 2018, becoming the first non-classical or jazz artist to take on the honor. He won for his album, Damn, which included tracks like Humble and DNA. Loyalty got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece got war and peace inside my DNA. And the Pulitzer Prize board said the album captured the complexity of modern African-American life. So Cedric, Anthony Anderson is up one. Are you ready for question number two? I am ready. This person was the first black comedian to host a weekly variety show. In 1972, he was on the cover of Time, and the magazine called him TV's first black superstar. Who was this comedian? I'm going to go with Dick Gregory. Ooh, I'm sorry, Cedric. Flip Wilson! It's Flip Wilson! Flip Wilson! Oh, man. It's Flip Wilson. So long before Martin was Shanae or Tyler Perry was Medea, Flip Wilson gave us the character Geraldine Jones yes. on the Flip Wilson show. I'm tripping. I'm sorry. I I started thinking it had to be from St. Louis. I was just thinking about people from St. Louis at this point. I'm like, really? Well, Flip interviewed everyone from Aretha Franklin to Muhammad Ali. Comedian Red Fox was a show regular. Yes. Comedian George Carlin got his start on the show as a writer. The variety, the variety show ran for four yes. years and at one time was the second highest rated show on network television. Flip went on to win two Emmys, a Golden Globe Award, and a Grammy for his comedic Definitely work. Definitely okay. so, blew it. No, that's okay. Listen, you can always come back to Blackest Questions. We'll play a little bit more when you all have more time. Uh, before I let you all go, I just want you all to tell our fans one more time what they can expect in the barbecue line that you all created, AC Barbecue, that we can find in Walmart. You all have three rubs, if I'm uh, correct. And so tell us a little bit more about the rubs and what's next from the two of you and Kings of Barbecue area on Annie on August 12th. So excited about it. Want everybody to go out and grab it. We start out with our three rubs. Uh, it's in one entitled the MVP. We're changing to the put me on air thing. That's what it's called. Uh, midnight smoke and our lemon stepper, which is well, our, our version of lemon pepper. So uh, very excited about it. In stores, over 2,200 stores, Walmart's right away. We are then coming with the sauces right after that. And then uh, on to uh, tools, spatulas, uh, you know, tongs, all of that, then grills, and, uh, and also developing a restaurant pop-up and ghost uh, kitchen items. So we are really trying to take over this whole world of barbecue. I absolutely love it. Anthony, um, what's your favorite rub? Yeah, my favorite rub, uh, put me on everything, the P-M-O-E, put me on everything. Because you can just sprinkle that on whatever it is that you need to sprinkle it on. Vegetables, tofu, salad, meat, yeah. fish. Put me on that thing. That needs to be the commercial. 
um, salad, meats, and tofu. Okay, so for our listeners, uh, I've been talking to Anthony Anderson and Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, I cannot wait to try your AC barbecue. We can find it in Walmart stores all across the country. I can't wait to check out Kings of Barbecue on A&E airing August 12th. I believe there will be 10 episodes for an hour long. I'm sure there will be tons of laughs, good times, and great friendship, and even better food. I am so sure of it. I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to The Blackest Questions. This show is produced by Sasha Armstrong and Jeffrey Trudeau, and Regina Griffin is our director of podcasts. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode, and you can find more from the Grio Black Podcast Network on the Grio app, the website, and YouTube.